almost every single time I finish a song that I'm really pumped about, I have this dreadful feeling that I will never be able to write another good song. <laughs> My guest today is Abby Holiday. She's a Nashville-based singer-songwriter whose songs feel like introspective journal entries. Her music is reflective of artists like Phoebe Bridgers and Maggie Rogers, with pop sensibilities and complex arrangements to complement her honest lyrics. Abby's new single, Ohio Laundry Room, is out now, along with a discography that includes her debut 2021 album, When We're Far Apart, I Fall Apart. <laughs> That's difficult <laughs> to say. When we're, fall, when, when we're far apart, I fall apart. Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> I didn't. It is a mouthful, uh, and most people mess it up at some point. But when we're it far is... apart, I fall <laughs> apart. Yep. Um, and you can see Abby live on tour in the U.S. this spring, supporting Michigander. Yeah. So that's basically, aside from listening to your music, that's all I know about you. Um, <laughs> now that I think about it, it makes sense that you're from Ohio with yes. Ohio Laundry Room. Yep. <laughs> Should have put two and two together. Um, it's all good. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to learn more about you. And this podcast is just, you know, to explore the personal relationship that people have with songwriting specifically. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm curious to know, I know now you're from Ohio, but yeah. um, how did you get into songwriting? Like what, what were your first formative experiences? Yeah. Um, so my like introduction into music, my dad is a drummer, so I was just like around music mm -hmm. all the time, like within our family. Um, and guitar was my first instrument. So that's just like what I love to do. I was very content with like just that didn't really imagine myself like writing songs or singing in front of people or anything like that, which is funny because of you know, that's like all I do now. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, just started taking guitar lessons when I was like 15. Um, took lessons for like a year and then like my guitar teacher got busy. I got busy and kind of just like was self-taught from there. Mm -hmm. Um, and grew up in the church. Like my dad would drum at church a lot. And so that was like primarily where I started music. And so like being in the worship band, playing guitar, and then uh, kind of just like slowly got like pushed outside of my comfort zone to start singing in front of people. Cause I think like <laughs> some people like heard me sing and they were like, why don't you just sing? Like, you know, like BGVs or something. And I was just terrified of it. Like I had gotten like so used to guitar, was just very comfortable with it. And I didn't want people to like notice I yeah, guess like totally. I was like oh if I only I'm the girl that only plays guitar and then if I start singing it's going to be like a big deal and I don't want it to be a big deal like I just it wasn't that I didn't like it I was just like scared uh yeah. and was was like almost kind of forced to do it and uh I'm not surprised you know, I feel like that's pretty typical like you know family family events yeah like church events you know any I feel like any social um interaction that I had with my parents around at least they'd be like play a play a song on the piano like yep. sing why don't you <laughs> sing one of your you know I don't know there's there's definitely this pressure of like oh well if you play guitar then you must sing or 
you know totally try it out well we need a singer for the band like why don't you just go ahead and (laughs) do that yes yeah and I like at first was just like absolutely not and then slowly like eased into it and still felt like pretty uncomfortable doing it for the first like few months um and then it just happened more naturally and like kept happening and I think from there was when I like kind of felt permission to start like writing my own stuff um so it started to feel good yeah yeah there's also like there's also the learning curve of like learning how to play guitar and sing at the same time totally was that easy for you I think because I started with guitar it was I think if it had been like the other way around it might have been hard but I was just like I felt very like locked in on guitar and so um but primarily like if I was singing and playing guitar a lot of it was just like in my room um and I think songwriting for me for a lot of people I would imagine is just like I just did it because I felt like I had to it was like in a good way like it was just the perfect way for me to like process through things um Mm -hmm. and didn't really have any intention of like becoming an artist or anything like that uh I didn't really know much about that so I felt like I was just like writing songs because I enjoyed it and had a few other people like in my life who were kind of pursuing that thing and I think at first I kind of viewed it as like I don't think I'm good enough to do that or like I don't think I'm cut Mm -hmm. out for that um but I still loved it it was like the thing that made me come alive yeah I think that that's the case for a lot of people that I talk to that um first start writing um or like pursuing music seriously they're like well I I could never (laughs) you know there's no way (laughs) it's just such a such a such an interesting uh like passionate pursuit um Mm -hmm. and there certainly are a lot of people that aren't cut out for it and I think the people that are it's it it's like it's almost like a calling you know like Mm -hmm. something's like you have no choice like you said it's just um yeah like you had to you had to 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 process the emotions or so did you actively decide not to play the drums first because your dad was a drummer (laughs) like was that like rebellious or (laughs) not rebellious at all no I was just really like drawn to the guitar um my brother also is a drummer so like and now I'm married and my husband is a drummer. I've had like so many opportunities <laughs> to learn how to play the drums and that I just so like funny. haven't. I don't know why. Uh, I think I like am rhythmically gifted, but like when it comes to actually like hand foot coordination, I ha- have such a hard time <laughs> from the little that I've tried. So yeah, maybe, like, maybe hand, someday. Right hand, left hand coordination you can handle. Yeah. That is so funny because... Um, also happy birthday by the way it was just your birthday the other day um yes we have so much in common really (laughs) my birthday was on the 12th your birthday is on the 13th um and you come from a musical family my dad is also a drummer he's a drummer and a guitar player but my brother's also a drummer (laughs) and my my husband's a musician and I also just got married (laughs) in the fall and you that's wild and the winter we have so much in common it's wait it's kind of comical I'm actually a year older than you. I'm 27. Okay. If only. If only we were the same age. Would have been a little freaky. (laughs) I know. Um, 
not that different though but yeah that's crazy so i i definitely i know the experience of coming from music and you Mm -hmm. know going to music and falling in love with a musician (laughs) yep it's like you can't no matter where you go you can't get away from it that's the way it goes sometimes (laughs) so so you started writing songs and you said you wrote a lot of songs in your room where you were playing and singing in in Mm -hmm. your bedroom after after you were finally persuaded to start singing and then did you have any sort of formal education in songwriting or was it just like really Mm. um you know self-exploration yeah it was pretty much just self-exploration and like drawing inspiration from artists that I love I think is you know has definitely shaped me um yeah I I studied social work in college I thought about studying the classical guitar uh the college that I went to has like a a great music program and I took a year off after high school because I didn't know what I wanted to study and I was like maybe maybe (laughs) I'll do maybe I'll do this like classical guitar because I I love music had a good friend who uh her husband actually taught me guitar and she went to this school did like studied classical guitar and it was like from what I heard the program was like pretty brutal so like you have to have like a good relationship in that way just like understanding how intense it can be Mm -hmm. and she gave me lessons to set me up for like the audition like this is what the audition would look like I was I couldn't read music like I still can't read music so to try to do that and to try to learn it that fast to where like I would go in and audition and have to like sight read a piece of music I was like all right this ain't it for me (laughs) like I'm (laughs) absolutely I'm, I'm not doing that so uh yeah it's weird it's like I feel like with songwriting you can learn so much in so many different ways but like same with an instrument, you know, like I took lessons for a year and that was kind of like the foundation that I needed to be able to like go off on my own and learn more. And I've never really had any sort of like training or lessons in in songwriting, but I think it's just like, I learn by listening to artists that I love mm-hmm. and just like, I don't know, I feel like you just have to be like self-aware to write emotional things and um yes being <laughs> comfortable awareness yeah like being comfortable with exploring the depths of yourself which yeah. can be <laughs> yeah. a scary place so yes we all know <laughs> that is a very scary place but yeah. it is it's true I I totally agree with you when it comes to you know building a foundation and then kind of and especially with something as creative within music as songwriting like the the most interesting thing for me listening to music is authenticity Mm -hmm. um like when I can tell that an artist is just like trying new things and just Mm -hmm. being unapologetically themselves which doesn't really have anything to do with like music theory yeah when you think about it it's you know of course it Mm -hmm. it helps to have that foundation but um yeah and I I I do the same with artists that I love listening to music that I love is um the most inspiring thing for me Mm -hmm. um and just emulating that or you know picking something out of that um yeah that you know oh that's a cool chord I I wonder what that is or Mm -hmm. or just like the vibe you know yes Um, yeah 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 
So I totally agree, which speaking of, um, I, I think I came across your music, um, completely by chance on, Mm. I, I listened to my music on Apple music. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think you, one of, one of your songs must've just come onto a playlist that I was listening to, or it was recommended Mm -hmm. to me. And, um, it was your single better by now, Mm. which literally (laughs) was one of my top songs for 2022. (laughs) Like it was for a while, my go-to like get in the car and drive song. Oh, (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Um, so you are definitely, you know, becoming one of those artists full circle Mm. that, um, you know, that people listen to, to feel inspired, but, oh, that's cool. So is that what you you. do? Oh, you're so welcome. No, it's, it's (laughs) such a pleasure. Um, yeah, your, your music is so cool. I feel like a fan. Oh, thank (laughs) you. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, what do you do to stay inspired? Like when you're not feeling, you know, is that something you experience like not feeling inspired to write and how do you combat that? Totally. Yeah. I was thinking, just a few minutes ago actually I was on a walk and I was just thinking about how like when music is your career and you're doing it like for your life there's so many like there's just a huge range of emotions that you experience constantly like I feel like the feeling of finishing writing a song that I'm super stoked about I'm like on cloud nine i'm so excited and then it could be like two days later i'll be like down in the dumps because like almost like that rush of dopamine is gone Mm -hmm. it's like it's like just i write a song and i'm super stoked and then like i record it and i'm excited and then i release it and then it's like sometimes that is also just a shitty feeling like yeah you hold it so closely for so long and then now it's no longer yours and like you have no idea what's going to happen to it, you know? Yeah. Um, so like yeah, out of your hands yeah, completely. Totally. Um, but with writing, I think for me, writing is like maybe my favorite part of all of this, like when it comes to just the different aspects of music. Um, and I think anytime I finish a song, like almost every single time I finish a song that I'm really pumped about, I have this dreadful feeling that I will never be able to write another good song. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, really? Yes. Oh my god! Yeah. You're like that's the best totally. one. This is it for me. I'm like, 26 I'm like, and I gotta. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this towel. is great. Like with like better by now. Honestly, I felt that way because that song was like such a rush. Like I wrote it with my friend Tyler and, um it was just like a song that we fought really hard for like we had a writing session and like I kind of brought this idea to him and then we started working it out and then I don't know like each section of that song was like so intentionally crafted and like it just took like a long time but Mm -hmm. at the same time not a long time just like a lot of days in a row and as soon as I finished it I was like I want to put this out. I want (laughs) to put this out right now. Like I had no plans of like, I had just released a record. I didn't know if I would like do another EP or what, but, uh, I was like, I just want to put this out and I recorded it immediately and put it out immediately. 
and so um, what was the what was the time period um yeah you know by the time that you wrote the song and then you released it like what was how long did that take like five weeks like it was like oh my goodness (laughs) wrote it in a week recorded it immediately after uploaded it oh my shot the album art shot the video stuff super last minute um that's yeah. so I don't know if if people that are listening have any sort of idea <laughs> of like the timeline of like writing you know from writing to recording a demo oh, yeah. to recording and then mixing and mastering and getting all the assets ready and like usually it can take like up to a year for like oh, even yeah. one song. It's so never that's, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, it's never that fast. And it, it was maybe impulsive, but like I No, I'm glad you I did. Just it's felt great great about it and also like it was compared to my first record it was like kind of going into a new more like pop direction Mm -hmm. um and I wasn't even thinking about like oh does this mean that I need to now be like more in the pop lane it was just like all I know is I love this and so I'm gonna put it out because to me that's what is the most important thing like if I'm inspired by something if I'm into it then I'm gonna put it out um absolutely so yeah, that was, but once I put that out, I felt like so confident about it. And the response was great. Like, I feel like a lot of uh, new people were hearing my music because of that song. Like it, it brought like a new wave of excitement for me and for others. And so I think after that song, I was like, okay, I don't really know what's next. Like that, I just like (laughs) wrote that and put it out. And now I, you know, back to square one, like keep writing and, uh, something always comes like even you know I'm finishing songs and I'm like wow I'm so proud of these like it can feel daunting to think about like what's next what direction do I want to go into and like what do I want to write about but it's like kind of just trusting your gut like every step of the way um and I would say also like if I'm feeling stuck as painful as it is, like just forcing myself to like sit down and write or even if nothing happens, like, yeah, like I can't, if I just waited until I was inspired, I would like a lot of the songs I put out would not exist, you know? Yeah. Um, Cause you some have of to my... sit down and actually force yourself to start and then something mm-hmm. happens. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, showing up and trying it out um Mm -hmm. showing up for yourself that's Mm -hmm. I love that so much and and you saying that I thought about two lessons that I've had to learn which is um you know like don't sit on your songs Mm -hmm. um for me that's a that's a big one it's because as artists I feel like like you said it's like a dopamine rush like when you write something or record something um, or do something for yourself in your career that you're so excited about. It's like you have to you have to act on it because um, totally. that rush goes away and and um, you know it can take a really long time in this industry to release music. But sometimes you just have to take it into your own hands and be like, I'm excited mm-hmm. about this. And obviously that was a a really positive thing if you got a bunch of new fans and felt like you were doing something new and different. And you know if it feels and also like if if it feels good, it doesn't really matter what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's like, oh, this is yeah. more pop than my old stuff. How am I going to go about this? It's like, you know, it doesn't matter. Yep. <laughs> it literally totally. doesn't matter. And yeah, 
it just you know that whole story just for me is a reminder of like just just do it you know yeah if it feels like you yeah and I don't know like looking back on my old stuff it's like I will always be able to find something that I don't like about my songs like (laughs) which is why it's like another good reason to not sit on anything for too long because you know of course like you want to perfect it and make it as good as it can be but then like I don't know we my producer and I experienced that a little bit with like the most recent batch of songs that I've been making like we kind of took our time recording it because we now live in the same city he used to live in Indiana and I lived in Cincinnati and now we live like two minutes from each other so we kind of just like took our time and recorded like a couple days at a like a couple weeks at a time and that was great and then like but because it was kind of spread out like the mixing process and all that too we kind of took our time on because we were able to we like weren't really in any rush and I think the longer that we waited sometimes it got to the point where we were like now we're just like hearing every little small detail yeah. that's bothering us when really it's like it's fine we just need to send it off you know yeah um well I think that yeah. that's a that's something that most musicians do um mm-hmm. I find myself doing the same thing and then producers or like mix engineers that I work with have to be like you're going crazy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of my one of my producers that I a good friend of mine that I work with in Nashville often um like he'll just ca- straight up call me out on it and be like mm. I I don't hear what you're hearing I'll be like yep. there's a tiny little click in the 17th bar of the <laughs> and, you know and he's like you're going insane <laughs> like yep. literally no one's gonna hear this and um but <laughs> it's something that we have to I guess just learn to live with and and learn how to get over it because yeah you just gotta put and it out and give it to the world right and just being like content with where you are like the songs I'm making right now feeling like oh yes this is like the best stuff I've made in my opinion and like it feels the most real to me and somehow I have to top that next time but all I need to do is like lean more into myself and like what's going on around me um absolutely yeah I think all of our songs are just different versions of ourselves and Mm -hmm. not that you necessarily need to it's like you're not in competition with your your uh, past self Mm -hmm. (laughs) as long as you continue to be authentic to what feels good to you then especially the people that love who you are and the music that you create that's just gonna that's gonna continue but totally it's, it's a difficult yes so so do you work with the same producer like have you been working with the same producer for for a while yeah yeah I got his name is John um him and I got put in touch in we were just talking about this 2020 yeah like spring of 2020 a mutual Mm -hmm. friend uh he I like posted one of my songs on Instagram just like me playing it and singing it and he was like you should work with my friend John and I was like who is John (laughs) and then uh he told me and it was his producer um because I had like been thinking about recording my own stuff but didn't even know like who to do that with and money and all that stuff and so 
John and I hopped on a call and pretty quickly realized like, oh yeah, this, this guy is awesome. Like we seem to have similar taste in music and like, I love what he's done and Mm -hmm. he's just a very fun person. Um, so I did a Kickstarter and crowdfunded my whole first record, um, which is wild. Yeah. It was like crazy. I think doing that really like pushed me in so many ways to be like, this is, this is what I'm doing. Like, this is what I want to do. Like if I'm asking all of these people to like put money towards this thing, then like, I also need to really believe in it. Um, mm, it's a good motivator. And, like, yes, totally. <laughs> all these people and, believe like, in me and I need to believe in myself now. Yeah. And you owe something yes. to them, you know? Yep. Yeah. And like, to my surprise, like the money came in and John and I recorded it that winter. Um, and then it came out like the following summer. And so, yeah, it's like, we didn't, plan our move together like he moved him and his wife moved and then I just like eventually ended up here so it's fun that we're like in the same city now that's great and so do do you like the 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 whole process of like working you know very closely with the producer um with all of your stuff do you because I know that a lot of songwriters and a lot of artists um you know either work with a a number of different producers or um Mm -hmm. produce themselves for me for a really long time it was um it was difficult to even let anybody in, <laughs> you know, and yeah. now that I have, I'm realizing, you know, it's a big, it's a big part of, um, making your songs the best that they can be. But, um, do you, totally. do you like the experience of working closely with someone that kind of challenges you like that? Yeah. I, I'm like constantly finding myself in this sort of tension because, uh, yeah, when I like first moved to Nashville, I started like co-writing a ton, which was very new to me. Um, mm-hmm. And it's vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. And when I was co-writing a lot, especially with strangers, I was just like, I don't know if I like this or like, <laughs> I don't know if I like doing this for my music mm-hmm. um, and trying to like sort through that feeling. And it's like, why do I feel that way? Do I just like, do I think I write better songs by myself for my own project? Not always. Like I've had co-writes like better by now, for example, was like a great co-write. I think it helped that it was with like a good friend of mine. You know, there was already a lot of like trust there. Um, And then I've also had co-writes with people that I barely know and like they've been great. But I think kind of where I've found myself mostly these days is like for my own project, mostly writing by myself um and I typically don't even really demo anything out kind of just like how I started like me and guitar um and then having an idea of like where I wanted to go and then John has been like so crucial in the production elements and like he's someone that I really trust and so like just being able to come to him and be like this is what I'm thinking or like I don't know what I'm thinking. Like, what do you think? And then kind of like finding it together. And yeah. So like this most recent batch of songs that I've been working on has been like literally just me and John in his studio. No one else. I mean, like either I'm playing guitar, he's playing whatever and programming, whatever. Um, 
my first record I had my brother play drums on it and then my friend Jack played guitar so it was more of like a band type of thing uh but mm-hmm. this was like just him and I um right. a little more kind of wild yeah um does your husband ever play drums for your music he does live yeah oh that's awesome <laughs> yeah that's my brother amazing. primarily was but he's he's very busy with uh like video stuff is what he mainly does um so I'm going on toward the spring and my husband's going to be able to come with me which will be oh, really fun I love that I love that yeah. so much <laughs> that makes my heart happy yeah um that's really cool though I I love that I love that you know, when you find someone that you work well with, sometimes it's really difficult to find those people. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's really easy and sometimes it just clicks. And, and especially with something so personal um, yep. as, as, you know, your music, your songs that you write. And um, I was listening to some of your music today, um, primarily your album. Mm. And I was thinking about, I know you, you know, we all kind of, like to joke about how we never write happy songs <laughs> just like sad songs for yeah. life but um <clears throat> I just find that with a lot of your songs there's this juxtaposition between the happy kind of upbeat indie vibe mm. and yeah. rhythm with mm. like sad lyrics like better by now is an example of like yeah do I want to be in this relationship <laughs> I don't think I love you <laughs> or Um, (laughs) but also your song eight hours where it's like let's pretend like we've gotten Mm -hmm. eight hours of sleep and then it's you know this the lyrics are so sad and kind of melancholy and then the beat is just like you know like I I I I can dance to the song yeah Um, but I just find that so interesting and I just I'm curious to hear you speak to that because I know a lot Mm. of your songs are you know personal kind of more you know indie folk kind of ballads but then there's these like super upbeat groovy ones but Mm. the lyrics are still kind of just I don't know I love it (laughs) yeah oh thank you (laughs) yeah I think like with eight hours for example it's like it's very like vibey it's just like kind Mm -hmm. of like a slow jam but like it grooves um Mm -hmm. I think a lot of my songs, hopefully this answers the question, but I think a lot of my songs are about how it is hard for me to be honest with myself Um, and like it taking me a while to get to that place of like, finally, I'm just like saying it like better by now, ending with like I don't love you basically (laughs) but like it it takes me kind of a while to get there and like it's like a metaphor for you know going through that emotion like the song the the song is actually just one big metaphor and then at the end of the song you know right you're like actually this is how I feel it's like a whole it's a metaphor within a metaphor (laughs) yeah and it's like I don't know that song like better by now is supposed to be like a guy picks me up for a date, I get in the car and everything that's being said in the song is like what's going through my brain, but I'm never saying it until the very end where I'm like, I need you to take me home because this ain't it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, I think like it being very upbeat is just like, and the lyrics as well are kind of just 
especially in like verse two are super fast and it's kind of just rambling like me saying everything I wish I could say um Mm -hmm. but like I'm not saying it until finally I like just have to get it out of me like I can't do this um and yeah eight hours like has a very light-hearted feel to it and that's because I'm like hey let's just pretend everything is good you know when it's not and then like also at the same time I'm acknowledging that like there are other people in my life also pretending that things are fine and I hate that so like Mm -hmm. I'm acknowledging that I'm even a hypocrite in saying I want to pretend like everything's fine (laughs) Um, I love how transparent your lyrics are um (laughs) it's so cool and I I I really love the style I find that your lyrics are very conversational Mm. like you know like I said um it's like a journal entry like I feel like you're just talking to me Mm. (laughs) for your song like if I were to actually just read the lyrics out loud it would be like I'm just speaking to you yeah and for me personally that's my favorite style of lyric writing Mm. but it's I love how I love how transparent it is and you know a lot of people don't like to admit like I can't be honest with myself or I'm having a hard time being honest or I'm a a hypocrite because of this reason you know a, Mm -hmm. a lot of songs are more I find to be um you know you this and you that and here are the problems that I have with you but Mm. it's interesting to hear like the the internal battles yeah I guess I never really thought about it that way that like a lot of some of my songs are like I don't know like better by now is about someone or like a situation like I'm like I wish I loved you but at the same time it's actually about me (laughs) like (laughs) maybe I'm self-centered in that way but like it's about me processing through like why do I feel this way or like why do I always find myself in this type of situation um Mm -hmm. I love it though are there any um in terms of of writing in terms of your writing style are there any um you know default things that you always kind of go back to like for example um when I write my music teacher used to give me shit for this but (laughs) I would always write two verses and the second like two verses within the first verse and in the Mm -hmm. second verse I would the melody would go up and then come back down to the original melody like every single song that I wrote had that same format Mm -hmm. um or I just never write bridges you know Mm -hmm. um it's just like something that I fall back onto because it's just like a default for me. Mm -hmm. Is there anything like in terms of stylistically within your songwriting that you have to like Mm -hmm. challenge yourself to not do every time? It's a good question. Trying to think. You can say no. You can be like, no, I'm, I I am great at writing songs. I'm, I never mess up. Uh, (laughs) No, I think sometimes I, can get confused along the way about what my chorus is like I will write something that that I think is a chorus but really it needs to be the bridge um I've definitely done that a few times because I like I I feel like a lot of times lyrics and melody 
come kind of at the same time for me and like I'm very wrapped up in the like emotion that it's giving me and sometimes I'll write something and I'm like oh this like feels so great like I want to hear it a lot in the song so then I think that it's the chorus but then it's like no actually that's you could write a stronger chorus like that probably just needs to be a verse or a bridge Mm -hmm. um so I think like navigating that and being willing to like let go of an idea I think that's been really important for me like I start something I like I'm holding on to it because I'm like this is how it has to be and then (laughs) the first thing is the way that it has to be always (laughs) yeah right and yeah it's like well can you you probably can do better actually if you just like wait a little bit and like knowing how long to wait and like how long to give yourself time to like finish something sometimes can be hard um I think a in terms of like what I'm writing about a very common theme that you can hear in my music is like I don't love someone (laughs) (laughs) or like or like or like I this person is into me they're ready and I am absolutely not and now I'm married so like (laughs) obviously something changed but that is what's funny now because like when I think about you know writing songs and like what my tendencies are it's like a lot of those things I I won't really write about anymore or I will but like I don't know if I were to put a song out in like two years about something that's similar to better by now like I'm probably just like (laughs) reflecting on the past which is like still something that I do like I'm still constantly writing about stuff that's like years old because like you just continue to discover parts about yourself and like process through things yeah absolutely I'm finding myself doing the same and I need to get out of that (laughs) like I need to remind myself that I'm not in high school anymore or Mm. whatever but then I think that it's you know, at this age, we're just like, we're just finding it a lot, like you said, a lot out about ourselves or our trauma, yeah. like we're processing our trauma. And then as songwriters, it's like, I just, I need to write to, to process it. Like that's, yeah. you know, that's part of it for a lot of us. Totally. Yeah. It's like not always linear. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, yeah. So I think now I'm, I'm always learning to like write about different things. I think some of the songs I've put out recently, like Ohio Laundry Room is a song that I never imagined writing. And it just took like my life circumstances and thinking about things in a certain way to kind of get that song out of me. Um, Yeah. It's important though, Mm -hmm. but it's interesting too. um, I can relate to that. I am also married and have been in a, relationship for um many years now and I'm trying to get out of the cycle of writing happy love songs <laughs> mm, yeah like, you know I'm I I love writing sad songs and for um, for a long time I was having a hard time doing the opposite I was having a hard time mm. writing happy songs and um I think part of it is just you know as songwriters we need to remind ourselves that yes some of the most authentic songs are going to come from those deeply personal places. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have to tap into something that's not within ourselves in order to like 
you know, have a repertoire that's not all the same, you know, song about how you can't love someone or, you know, song yeah. about how happy I am in my, in my relationship. And, um, I've been trying to start writing about like, you know, a feeling that I felt after watching a movie or like after somebody mm. told me a story about their life and trying to do that totally. because I'm, <laughs> I'm tired of, I'm tired of writing songs about my husband and I think he's, <laughs> he's tired of it too. <laughs> I get that. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And do you remember the first song you ever wrote? Yes, I do. Tell me about it. Okay. Well, it's funny because um well is it first song i it's it was one of the first songs i ever wrote i wrote this song uh when i was dating this guy long distance um and it was like about that tragic i would listen <laughs> yeah tragic right i would listen <laughs> to the song now and think probably oh gosh it's horrible um but never showed it to anybody um and then I actually I played it live I played a show in I think my first show that I played was in 2019 um I think I started songwriting in like 2018 or 2019 oh my um, goodness yeah not too long ago not too long yeah um wow and so that's I like very impressive. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. I I played it, but it was like never really finished. It was just like I was playing a show and I didn't have that many songs. So I'm just like playing everything that I've ever written. <laughs> and uh I then finished that song um years later. And when we're far apart, I fall apart like the track on the album is the bridge of that song so like that song will never be released but like oh my goodness the missing part was just that and that's what i ended up calling my entire record um wow what an you're crazy. paying homage to your first yeah. song <laughs> so was it called when we're far apart i fall apart the song yeah no oh, <laughs> it was okay. it was called atlantic pacific um this, i feel so i My feel so aching <laughs> silly talking about this because i like haven't the only people that know this are like my family um well, but <laughs> the world's gonna know now the world's gonna know but no, uh, honestly yeah. it's, it's really not that embarrassing um how how old were you in 2019 or 2018 you must have been like early 20s uh yes like i started yeah. writing mm -hmm. songs <laughs> I started writing songs when I was 12. So oh. <laughs> you really can imagine <laughs> like the feelings that you feel when you're 12 are a little more immature than the feelings you feel when you're like 21 or whatever. Oh, so wow. That's it's truly nothing. Um, my first I don't know. One of my first songs would call it cry. Like it was just let's go. It dude. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> It wasn't about anything. It was just like, oh my gosh, oh, you know. So, yeah, yeah, we we're all just trying to express ourselves. I feel like everyone's amen. first songs are are trash. So, I yeah. mean, trash and treasure. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest. Yep. I, 
Well, yeah, the fact that you could even play it on stage is is very is very <laughs> impressive. I would love to hear it. Oh man, I don't even remember it. It will never be released. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, mm. And I also did want to ask you. Um, I was thinking the other day about how we, you know, us artists. Um, answer when people ask us to like describe our music you know it's like mm. you know your grandma's friend is like oh so what what kind yeah. of music do you play or <laughs> yeah um, I'm just curious when someone asks like oh what kind of music do you play or mm. what does your music sound like what would be your typical answer these days I feel like I say indie alternative pop um I think my first record was more indie singer songwriter a little bit more folk um Mm -hmm. but a lot of my newer stuff is and is going to be uh that kind of vibe like more in the alternative space um yeah I love it yeah I love it I like the um you know the kind of roots inspired pop electronic mm. production um yeah yeah i'm really excited for you thank you and so <laughs> and so you mentioned something about ohio laundry room um and how that was like a difficult song to write or mm-hmm. you never imagine yourself writing that song is it yeah um like what is it about that song that that was like so personal or um like what was the experience of releasing it yeah yeah so I wrote it in July of oh my gosh it's already February it feels like I just wrote that song uh (laughs) but I guess it's been a long time uh July July of last year yeah um it still feels like so fresh to me I think that's Mm -hmm. why it seems like uh time has gone fast but um yeah it's about death and that's just like a topic that I didn't foresee myself necessarily writing about and has now like quickly become a topic that I feel like I'm thinking about a lot and like continuing to write about and um yeah, I my grandma passed away this past summer. Um and that was like the first time that I had lost anyone that was like very close to me. Yeah. Um and so yeah, I mean the song is just about like her and about our relationship and about she just lived a crazy life like in some ways her life was like really hard um when i look at just like the circumstances that she went through um and also was just like the greatest person ever and like the most generous and hilarious person and uh yeah losing her was just like really tough um and i wrote that like the week that she passed uh and mm-hmm. it i was writing for like a record um but when I wrote that it was not at all with the intention of putting it out it was just like processing through it it felt very much like I think sometimes it can feel like I 
in some ways I'm like fighting for the innocence that I used to have with songwriting um now that it's like my job it's there's so many other things that are happening in my brain but when I think about like when I first wrote songs there was nothing to think about you know um and that's kind of how it felt when I wrote this I was just like in this room and um yeah I felt like I had like nothing in me and it just kind of like came out of me Mm -hmm. really fast and yeah so I think releasing it has been interesting because it like all my songs feel personal but this one feels like a new degree of personal um yeah and maybe that's because it's just like a topic that I've never really written about and I feel like I don't feel far removed from it at all like I feel like I'm still completely in the middle of it while I'm like sharing it with people and it's like it's been out for two and a half weeks and it's like done well and like the response has been crazy like I I've had the most like messages about this song Mm -hmm. than I ever have of people just being like sharing their stories with me, which has been overwhelming. Um, And I think when I wrote it, it felt so specific to me that I was like, I don't know, like, I don't know how people will interpret it. Like, and so many people relate because it's something that we all go through, you know, to some degree. So, uh, It's been wild. Um, I think it is interesting as a, as a writer who puts so much detail into their music, you never really expect someone to relate so much to something, but I think mm -hmm. that like when it's something, especially so personal and vulnerable that everybody goes through, um, it's like listeners put their own details into the song. And then Mm -hmm. I think that, like you know adding those details even if it's just like your personal details like paint a picture that people can Mm -hmm. just like it's like you're fully immersed within the song and then you know if it's like a coffee mug on a table or or like a Ohio laundry room (laughs) yeah like I didn't know if so many people had experiences in a laundry room in Ohio right But it's true that people, you know, it almost adds to people being able to, to relate to it, even though it's kind of the opposite in a way, but totally. And yeah, yeah, I think it just, it goes to show that like the, the deeply personal stuff is the most authentic sometimes. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I have, you know, similar experiences with, um, like when my grandfather passed away, same thing. It was like, I didn't want to write anything. And then all of a sudden it was like washed over me and mm-hmm. so detailed. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's, you know, it's how we process things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so to, to close out the interview, I always ask my guests the same question, two questions. Um, and the first is, mm. um, what advice would you give yourself in the past when it comes to songwriting and what advice would you give Mm. to your future self? Oh, 
um, past self, I would say trust your gut and believe in yourself. Um, yeah, I think like going back to what you were saying about Ohio Laundry Room and like how sometimes the most authentic art can be it. It's like, I think that is what I feel like I'm learning time and time again. But with with that song in particular, it was like this was a song that I just completely wrote for myself and didn't really think about my audience a ton. And yet that's the one that my audience loves the most, <laughs> you know, it's just like, trust yourself, like trust your gut, trust your instincts. Um, even when it's tough to discern like what the right move is. Um, and to my future self, I would say, make sure you're having fun. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I, I was talking to some friends uh, and like my husband mainly about like I'm 26 like what are my hopes and dreams for this next year whatever and I was like I just want to have fun like obviously I want more than that but I it's very easy to like get caught up in it's just it's just a lot like doing this full-time is like a very new thing for me and so I just like don't ever want to get lost in it and I just want to have fun making the music that I'm making and like in life too you know there's so much more than than just this like even though it's I feel like it's my calling and it's everything I want to do I also just want to like have a silly goose time <laughs> I want to have a silly goose time. I totally agree. It's something that I've also been thinking a lot about recently. And it is so important to have a silly goose time. It is. It's if so you're not important. having a silly goose time, then what are you even doing? <laughs> and especially, yeah, like when you're transitioning to being a full-time artist, um, sometimes that can contribute to taking away the fun of it because it, it, it becomes work you know yeah and totally in our brains work is not fun <laughs> you know mm -hmm. it is but there's there's more pressure that you're pushing on yourself and um it's important to to remember why you started and um totally yep girls just want to have fun girls just want to have fun <laughs> tell you I, what <laughs> i agree that's that's really good advice and i will take it myself moving forward in Amazing. music and in life yes <laughs> yeah. well oh, man thank you so much for being here yeah thank you for having me it's and great talking to you yeah it's great talking to you I'm so happy that I got a chance to to learn more about your journey I didn't realize that you started writing only a number of years ago that's amazing oh thank you um thank you so how can people support you what is the best way to do to support you my first, the first thought that popped in my brain was just to say, well, you can just pay me a million dollars and I'll be good to go. Um, no, you yeah, can. I mean, there's that. There is. <laughs> um, you can listen to my music. That is the best form. Um, 
Abby Holiday, Holiday with two L's, A-B-B-Y. Um, yeah, on all platforms. I'm going on tour this spring. I leave in like a little over a month. I'm going to so many places in the U.S. So, uh, so exciting. Yeah, get a ticket. Come see a show. It'll be a, a great time. Um, yeah, those are the main ways. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Definitely listen to Abby's music. It's, it's a vibe. Thank you. <laughs> That's what we want. <laughs>